in the modern world filled with pornography and only fans and all, all these sort of things do you believe that it is realistic to wait until marriage for sex whether for a religious reason or just a personal choice do i think it's realistic um, yeah do you think, think it's, it's realistic possible. to expect that i think i think it's possible in terms of expectations i avoid having expectations for anybody of them myself um and i i mean that in quite a literal sense which is if for example you're the kind of person who wants for let's say for a religious reason to wait until marriage before you have sex then that's absolutely fine do i think it's possible for you to do so yes do i think it's gonna be difficult probably um do i think it's possible to find somebody else who's done the same yeah however again they, it's going to be more difficult and it's going to be rarer but if it's something that really matters to you, say you have, you're of the opinion that you refuse to marry somebody or date somebody unless they share these same views as you, so they also have to be a virgin until marriage, then you need to be more precise with where you're looking to find people. So maybe, for example, that's not the kind of thing to look for in a nightclub on a Friday night, <laughs> three o'clock in the morning on the one pound Jaeger's night. Instead, maybe you should be looking for somebody like that in church or at a temple mm -hmm. or a synagogue or um, at um, a, a mosque or whatever it may be. They may be, they may be in, um, if you're at university still, they might be at certain societies. It's a question of trying to find them. And I think it's the same with everybody. We're all looking for the right person or looking for somebody who fits and ticks off at several boxes, not just one. So I think it's the same. I think it's just a slightly rarer box to find somebody who ticks than other things. I don't think pornography, though, necessarily is involved. I don't see pornography being linked to the um, increase in sex before marriage. I think instead they're both symptoms of a societal shift, which is we now live in a society where sex isn't as taboo as it once was. Whereas before, if you had sex out of marriage, you were slut-shamed, you were called an adulterer, there were kind of all these ramifications for you socially. We don't live in that world anymore. We now live in a world where it's kind of accepted as just normal almost, that people have sex outside of wedlock and outside of marriage. So therefore, people take part in it. And I think pornography is exactly the same, which is because we're now a lot more liberal and open about sex, and it's not kind of hushed thing that you only whisper about um, at home and now it's kind of you have lessons on sex education for example it's only inevitable that people are going to capitalize on that desire financially and create pornography and only fans etc mm -hmm. but i don't think the viewing of pornography is in any way linked to the losing of one's virginity okay so it's another symptom not actually the cause of that mm. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. That, that actually makes a lot of sense. Okay. In, in a shorter answer as possible, simply because I know we don't have long, um, why do you think this big societal shift has happened where sex doesn't have the same level of taboo that it used to? Because like you said, do we see people not just openly talking about their sex lives more and sharing, it, yeah, like they're talking more about their sex lives, more sex is being shown in TV, in films, in obviously you've got porn as an example. And on top of that, you're even seeing people not just being not shamed 
people having sex, but they're actually then now being celebrated for having sex in whatever way they want, whether that is having sex with one person, multiple people. Um, why, yeah, why do you think that shift has kind of happened then? Um, I, I'm sure there are other factors that I can't think of, but the first one that comes to mind for me personally right now is the um, revolution technologically with regards to sex. And by that, I mean the idea of the contraceptive pill with the improvement of um, contraception in general, condoms, etc. Because whereas before sex was an incredibly uh, risky behavior for women to take part in, because there wasn't um, effective birth control and they were likely to therefore potentially end up pregnant. And if they were pregnant and it was a one night stand, then they were trapped without the father there to help provide for the child. And that was being a single parent is has always been and probably always will be an incredibly difficult task that you don't really wish upon anybody. Mm-hmm. So I think a big part of it was as soon as women were given the ability to have sex without there being as high a risk of um, pregnancy and childbirth, then it naturally kind of became, well, the, the risk has gone. <laughs> the risk to society, the risk to me personally, isn't as big as it once was. So let's take part in it. Um, I think that's the main reason. I think I don't particularly see a liberalization in terms of men having sex. I think that it was pretty common throughout human history for lots of men to be having affairs, for men to be sleeping around. Um, I think the reason men are having more sex now as a collective than they were before is due to the fact that women are more willing to sleep with them outside of a commitment and outside of wedlock than was previously the case. So whereas before you had maybe the top 5% most attractive, charming, charismatic, etc. men were getting laid outside of wedlock and 95% of men um, had to offer a commitment and a marriage and a relationship and stability before they'd be slept with. Now, because there's that lower risk of pregnancy, it means that more women are willing to sleep with a man outside of wedlock without the commitment because they don't they're not as concerned about if the man sticks around as they once were. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, and that, I've, that's from my like research and understanding. That's definitely, definitely at least one major contributing factor. Um, okay. One thing that I also want to get your opinion on, um, and I'll sort of give my opinions after is there's an idea primarily in more extreme right circles, um, but it is kind of seeping more into the sort of center right kind of circles as well, that a woman somehow loses value in terms of a relationship if like with the more people that she has sex with. So for example, a virgin, I understand that they seem purer, etc. In, in kind of like the traditional sense. Um, but there's this idea with some smaller groups anyway that every single person that a woman sleeps with they somehow become less valuable or less kind of desirable to be in a relationship with what are your kind of thoughts on that i mean my first thought is this is massively generalized just because at the end of the day the to use your word value of any given person is solely dependent upon the value they are given by other people if that makes sense so whereas one person whereas you for example may view woman a as being 
really, really high value and woman B is being really, really low value. I might have the inverse opinion. There are going to be certain universal traits that 90% of people find desirable. So for example, facial symmetry, uh, signs of uh, good physical health, hygiene, um, etc. Um, those are kind of universally going to be sought after traits. But there's a lot of give and take and a lot of play in terms of what people find desirable. And I think with the play in what's found desirable, there's also therefore play in what is, in who is desired. And I think value is just essentially dependent upon uh, mm. the desire that somebody has for you. In terms of okay. the next part, which is, uh, yeah. what was the second part of your question? Sorry, I've forgotten. <laughs> uh, essentially, what are your thoughts on mostly guys that turn around and say well if they kind of have an approach where it's literally like if you've slept with over a certain x amount of with like x amounts of people i'm not going to date you and and that kind of mindset behind that what are your thoughts on that right so in terms of the mindset behind it i'm going to go out um on a ledge and assume it's based on the kind of lock and key euphemism that uh, or um metaphor that people use which is the idea that a lock that opens multiple uh, sorry a key that opens multiple locks is a master key whereas a, lo um, a lock that's opened by multiple keys is a useless lock mm. um, which I don't agree with but just to give the devil that's due and explain it the idea being that since women in our society for the most part are the selectors when it comes to uh, sex and relationships if a woman has been willing to accept multiple men as good enough to sleep with her that implies that her standards cannot be too high because she's found multiple men who fit that standard whereas if you meet a woman who for example is let's say 25 and she says no i've just never found the, the right person i'm willing to be in a relationship with that implies that she has incredibly high standards and strict standards and that nobody she's met thus far has been able to meet them um do i see where they're coming from to an extent like i get the logic behind it i think it's a flawed logic but i can see how they can reach that conclusion and my personal opinion on the sex kind of women mm. is i couldn't give less of a flying fuck um <laughs> the simple answer is i i might be different to most but certainly a lot of the people i choose to hang out with have this similar mindset, which is, I don't care too much about your past. Um, I care more about the present and I care more about our future, um, simply because at the end of the day, if you've been, um, if you went through, for lack of a better phrase, a hoe stage, like for example, I went for a stage when I was a teenager where I wasn't particularly monogamous. I don't think that dictates your future necessarily. So it's a question of, should that same value be applied to men as it is to women? And I, I don't think it's the case. And I think that if we're trying to have a fair conversation here that doesn't lead one gender being alienated against the other, then the important thing is to kind of be within reason as fair as possible. Yeah. So I don't think it should matter to you. Um, there will be certain exceptions, but to be clear, I don't think that one behavior matters. I think if there's a history of sleeping around and a history of jumping from relationship to relationship and certain other uh, factors as well, 
then maybe that could be a red flag for you, depending on what you're looking for. But just because somebody turns around and says, yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed myself at university. I stayed single and I slept with 10 people, 20 people, 50 people. Um, I don't think that necessarily should be a red flag to anybody. Necessarily. It comes down to not just one behavior, but you're looking yeah. for a pattern of behaviors. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And I, I'll be honest, I think the and what the focus was kind of the attitude towards sex. Um, and the, basically, it was kind of almost they were looking at a correlation between women who have tend to sleep around more. So let's say a woman who has slept with 100 guys, by definition, almost has to view sex more casually. And that, that's the kind of thing that they're not interested in. Uh, but then you get those kind of essentially idiots that then look at that and say, right, if a woman slept with over more than three people, no matter what, I can't sleep with her, I can't date her. Um, and yeah, I, I agree with me personally in a relationship, I wouldn't want to date somebody who views sex as just sex or sex as something casual. Um, but equally, again, if like Harry said, if that's what you're looking for in a relationship, that's not a problem. Um, and equally as well, like you said, if a woman, just because a woman has slept with somebody or slept with three people, four people, 50 people, it's irrelevant. Um, it's just a case of, yeah, keep your eye out for multiple red flags because one on its own doesn't necessarily mean anything. So, yeah, I think that answers everything. Um, yeah, thank you again, Harry.